know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright I kiss these eyes Spend a long time doubting If I was good enough But glimpses of the future Kept that passion burning deep inside I can't sing, but that's my song. <laughs> Hi, you guys. It is 3.11 in the morning. My sleep schedule is so trash because I was like, why was I? I was knocked out sleep for a good few hours, like around 4 o'clock today. But no, listen, Linda. Listen, listen, listen. I hope y'all okay. But no, um, you know what I've been struggling with? Sometimes I be feel like y'all be right here listening. So, okay. But no, I've been struggling with lately not feeling worthy enough. And I'm not really, it kind of like aimed towards relationship-wise. I feel like that's part of the root of it. But I know the root is always deeper and it goes to like my childhood or whatever. But I've been dealing with or overthinking that I'm not worthy of God forgiving me. I think I'm not worthy of, let me drink some water. I'm sorry. Um, I've been dealing with I'm not worthy of like like God's grace or I'm not worthy of the doors God opened for me or always thought like when you walk in like with purpose or if you God opened all these amazing doors for you. I thought you had to be like nearly perfect. I thought you had to be nearly whole and healed. But it's like God is still taking me, the person that's still growing, the person that's still healing. I'm still learning. I'm still making mistakes. And God's like still like, I don't want to say being nice, but it's like, it's like, God, you still being nice to me. And it's just like a lot of times we compare God to how people act. But God is nothing like people, man. Like, I'm not saying purposely cross God. But if you cross somebody in real life, the way we cross God, they cutting us off. But God is a forgiving God. He don't want us to keep making the same mistakes. But God still chooses us even when we mess up. But I've just been struggling. Like, I said, God, like, I know people who read the Bible more than me. I know people who, like, re can rehearse this Bible and repeat it, like, word from word. And, like, who spend more time with you. And I said, God, would you still think the world of me? And I don't feel worthy of this. And that came from my past. Like, over the last few years... Um, I allowed myself to be in a lot of situations where I allow people to choose me second. And that's every relationship I've ever been in. I allow people to choose me second. I allow myself to be, to tolerate less. I allow myself to have low standards. Like I didn't know my worth. So by me not knowing my worth, it put the thought in my head that I wasn't worthy to receive a certain type of love. And that made me reject um, it made me reject like good love. Like say by not even romantic wise, like friendship wise, like it, it made me reject it. Like like 
you want to be nice to me. And that's so bad to that's so bad to um say. And I was actually having a conversation with my best friend, something I realized. Um, probably like eighty percent of my podcast is it it started off the situation from the guy I dated like um I'm gonna say last year, twenty nineteen. And he put me through a lot of bad stuff, but at the same time I always say I tolerated that stuff. And but I learned that I put so much blame on him. Not taking away from what he did. When I say I put too much blame on him, I was talking to my best friend today and she told me she was like, She needs she was like, he wasn't the problem. You just opened your eyes up to the problem when you went through all of that with him. That was your eye opener. And what I got from that was dealing with him, it showed me everything I put up with for the last 10 years with guys overall. So overall, before I got connected with him on a serious level, I was numb to it. I was just going on with life, like on cruise control, not knowing that I was tolerating so much that I was allowing men to use me. I was allowing men to manipulate me. I was allowing men to just um, pretty much do what they want and like leave me like I was nothing. Like I was like, I, I was allowing it because I didn't have a clue that how much I was worth. So when I got with him, I began to see things clear. Like I was so broken still, but I began to see clear like, wait a minute. Like, Shanice, like, you, you literally putting up with somebody who choosing you second. Like, and then, like, even though I was in a situation, I just began to, like, see, like, why are you doing this? Like, I began to ask myself, like, why are you doing this to yourself? It was like, you know how, like, you're in a bad dream and you finally wake up and like, wait, why I'm here? How I get here? And that's what it feels like. That's a perfect way to explain it. It felt like I was in a bad dream for 10 years straight. And then towards the end of that situation, 2019, it was like, wait, how did I get here? Like, who put me here? When, when did I, when did I, like, what did I go through for me to be in a situation like this? Like, and I realized I put so much blame on it. Cause that, that was the year that God opened my eye and like allowed me to see like Shanice, for the last 10 years, you've been settling for less. You've been allowing me to put you second. You've been allowing people to mistreat you, to walk over you. You've been a people pleaser. You had rejection issues. Like, God just hit me with so much in that year. And I put the blame on him because I'm like, wait a minute. Because he was the one manipulating me at that time. He was the one that was using me at that time. So I'm like, oh, man. But me not knowing that the root was deeper than him. But since he was there present, he took the blame for it. Even though he did what he did. But I still put the blame on him. But he was the ice on the cake. And there was a post I seen earlier. It said, it's crazy how one of the worst people you encounter make you to be one to make you to become a better person. And I feel like if I never ran into that one situation, I would never be here right now. I would never even be making a podcast. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't. And to be honest, I don't like to speak on him at all no more because it's like, once you get to the point you're healing and say you have to detach yourself from people, like you have to detach yourself from conversations, but it's not to down him. It's just me saying that I put so much blame and I had to see it from a different view. And my best friend, when she was saying, she was like, Shanice, your standard of love was toxicness. So you spent 10 years like in the relationship that you was like, I want to say it's in the age of 15 to the age of 25. 
So I was in relationships like on and off through that 10 year frame. And she said, in them 10 years, always having a conversation. I was telling her in those 10 years, it was nothing but toxicness. And in the healing journey, you have to, you have to take accountability. I always say this. I can't say, oh, they, they mistreated me. No, in 10 years, I allowed myself to be mistreated. So in 10 years, that was my definition of love. That was my standard of love. That's what I allowed myself to accept. And that was my image of love growing up in that 10-year frame. So we, she was saying, she said, now that you're not in the headspace no more, she said, now it feels uncomfortable. She said, Shanice, now that you're doing the right thing and going the right route now, now it's uncomfortable for you because you're so used to that. And a lot of times we take situation that was wrong and we make it right, even though it wasn't right at all. It was dysfunction. We just learned how to function in that dysfunction. And that's that's what pretty much healing is all about, is unlearning and relearning and learning the correct way. And it was like, I just been telling God, like, and God just really, it was crazy because I was like, I think I was having a conversation with somebody on Instagram. And I was like, I just don't feel worthy of this stuff. And they like, that's the devil talking to you. And it's like, you're worthy. Like, he just said, you're worthy. Then I clicked this live sermon, and it was like, stop overthinking that you're not good enough for what God called you to do. Like, you're worthy of it. Like, God literally called you to be obedient because your obedience is connected to someone else's deliverance. And I just bust out crying because that whole sermon was definitely what I've been experiencing, like, for the last, like, few weeks. It's like not feeling like I'm worthy, like God. Like, why would you do this? Like, why would you choose me? Like, I'm not good enough. And a lot of times in life in general, a lot of people don't walk with God or feel like they're not good enough for God. We think we have to come to God with this white robe on and be this perfect angel just for God to deal with us. Like, no, that's your perspective. God wants you to come dirty. God, I mean, dirty, I'm going to speak for myself. I came with abortions. I came with, um, a bunch of situations that was dirty that made me so sinful, lying, jealousy in my heart. I mean, I, I manipulated people myself, like hurting people. Like it's a lot of stuff I done and God was like, come on, I want the dirty version of you. We think God wants the perfect part of us. And God's like, no, I want that part of you that you're afraid to talk about, that you're afraid that you go to sleep every night and you don't even speak about. I want that secret that you're going to take to your grave that nobody don't know about. I don't want that person who got it all together. That's why the Bible say God will lead the 99 just for that one person who will just, who just have the open heart to just seek God. And a lot of times we beat ourselves up thinking like, God, I'm not worthy to have a relationship with you. Like, I'm not, I'm not good enough. A lot of people think walking with God is just this perfect walk and you just got to be this angel and you're this church girl now. And it's no, like, I just messed up on my celibacy journey in December. I was highly pissed off, and but I wanted to beat myself up. I wanted to just say, I give up, God. Like, I'm not about to be celibate no more. I'm about to just go back out in the world and just go back to my old lifestyle. And God's like, no, you beat yourself up. I, I didn't tell you beat yourself up. I'm not mad at you. Situation like that, when you mess up, instead of us messing up, we just got to tell God, like, I repent. And think about how long we're repenting. You just can't repent and say, God, I'm sorry. You got to actually show changes in that sorrow. You got to actually, like, show God that. Not prove that you're sorry, but actually, like, like, show that, like, what did you learn in that moment? 
What did you learn what not to do and what, what to do? And what I learned when I messed up, I learned that no matter how much I feed my spirit, it's still a great chance that I can get tested in an area that I once had a weakness in. That's deep. I took my time with that. <laughs> but no. So like I don't know if you're I don't know if you feel unworthy, but I just want to tell you that you're worthy. And don't think that God can't be in your life. Don't think that you can't walk with God or choose God because of your past. And it's like, I always speak about my friend, Michael. I think my two friends, Mike, Michael and Michael, like, they are my favorite, favorite, favorite two people on this earth. One, Michael, she she always seen greatness in me. Like, she all, and it's so crazy because she's the first friend I ever had that, that just, like, showed me a real friendship. Like, she's seen nothing but greatness in me, like always believed in me like when I had no clue about believing in myself she did and then with my friend Michael it's just like he see me as this great person I'm like I'm like where who who is y'all looking at like make it make sense I'll be lost but they just think so highly of me and their friendships alone is huge reminders in my life that she needs like you are somebody you're worthy of it and I remember Michael told me a while ago Michael was like I think I was doing this challenge like praying for your husband challenge on Facebook and I was like, I really don't think I, I don't want to get married. And he said, maybe you don't want to get married because you don't think you're worthy of marriage. And I said, mind your business. <laughs> mind your business because you in my business. And I always said that I never wanted to be, like, growing up, I was never the person who played with dolls. Said, oh, I'm going to be married on it. I never thought that. Like, since I was a little girl, I never thought I was worthy of it. I didn't think I was worthy of it because I never seen it growing up. So I'm like, why would I ask for something I never was like, exposed to? So, I don't know. It's like my life is so crazy because God be like, okay, Shanice, I'm healing you, but I'm using you. And as I heal you, I want to use you to help other people. And the whole point of this podcast that I made from the beginning was I heard about self-love so much. I heard about this thing called the healing process. Like, I heard about it. But I never seen nobody actually say, hey. Let me make a podcast. Let me journal my whole journey. I mean, let me journal like the whole process of how I went through it. Like, I wanted to just show people like it's a process, and it's like you think that you're in the same season and relearn. Like, I think I've been like in a certain season, but in new seasons all at the same time, and just learning different ways or having different perspectives in those seasons. But it's just like, ask God to change the way you view your life. Ask God to change the way you view your pain. Because once you get that different perspective, it's like, dang. Like, I needed that. I needed to, like, I had so much hate in my heart towards a guy I dated. Because I put all the blame on him. So it's like, I, I hated him. I hated him. And not knowing, I was really hating myself from dealing with all of that through my entire life. He was like, he was a reminder. The things he used to say to me, things he used to do to me, it was a reminder of what I tolerated. So it made me have so much hate in my heart towards him when it wasn't him. The way he treated me was was a reflection of things he was going through. But for me to sit and tolerate it, that was the issue. That was the problem. What in me thought that was okay? And a lot of times we skip that. A lot of times we just say, okay, forget that. Like, no, what's in you that thought that was okay? 
who raised you or who gave you the standard of love to think that that was like you can tolerate that. So don't think that you're not you're worthy. Like now I'm not talking. Like where I like, say it, say it with me. I'm worthy. Say this. I'm worthy of love. I deserve true love. I deserve sincere friendships without hidden motives. I deserve real friendships without hidden motives. I deserve true love. Say it. Like repeat it, sis. Like say it. Like you got to say it and believe in your heart. Say I'm able to obtain success. I'm able to become the best version of myself. Like say that to yourself. And say it even when you don't feel like it. I had to tell God, like, God, allow me to accept who I'm becoming. I don't have to keep looking back over my shoulder no more. Because homegirl did enough. Like, oh, she, she tired. She probably, like, she probably breathing. Like, get it together. Like, sis, like let me go. Like, uh, I'm giving you the torch. Take over and you got it from here. And it's just like. I don't know. I like to share my thoughts with y'all. I like to share my life lessons with y'all. And I like to share like my my open, raw moment. Because I, did, I didn't think I was worthy. I didn't think that God... I have some really good news that's coming up. I'm waiting on to like the whole thing be finished. But I, didn't, I just didn't think I was worthy of certain things. But God, that's the beautiful part about God, grace. Let me get off here. I do got a Bible verse. I suppose have been said this Bible verse. Darn it. Hold on, let me say it real quick. Oh, shoot. Okay. Really quick. Really, 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 really quick. So, Isaiah, I think it was Isaiah 62. It say, you will be called by a new name, which the Lord own mouth will determine. Then to number four, you would no longer be called a bandit and your land would no longer be called dry or deserted. Instead, you would be called delight is in her and your land. I like the part where it said you would no longer be called a bandit. You know how we label ourselves, oh, I'm so broken or I got abandonment issues and low self-esteem. You would no longer, once you walk with God, you would no longer accept those titles. You would no longer be known for, oh, that's the girl with the abandonment issues. That's the girl with this. That's the girl with the daddy issues. That's the girl with the mama issues. When you walk with God, God take away those titles. God give you a new name. Oh, that's the oh, that's the girl that heals. That's the girl that uplifts other women. That's the girl who knows who she is and she's confident, but she's still humble. God give us a new name when we walk with God. We have to be willing to let go of our old name to accept that new title. To a, God want to give you a new tag, a name tag. I love y'all. Let me say a quick prayer because I'm tired. And it's almost 20 minutes. So if you made it to the end of this, you dope. I'm going to let you know. You dope, dope. Okay? Okay. But no, I got to keep the east side out of me. I don't stay on the east side, but it's forever going to be in me. But no, Heavenly Father, I just say thank you so much for this time. Thank you for allowing me to just speak. Allow me to just be so open and transparent, God. Thank you for the lessons, God. I just ask you to cover whoever's listening. I ask that you give them peace tonight. I ask that you give them joy. I ask that you just give them wisdom and knowledge and understanding, God, that they will not lean on their own understanding, God. I pray that you give them peace, God. I pray for the one who's trying to figure out how to heal, where to start, 
and how to begin, God. I just pray that she just begins to forgive herself, Lord. And help her to forgive everyone that's connected to her, God. And show her the root of her pain, Lord. And don't allow her to victimize herself and put the blame on other people, God. And I just pray, God, for the one person who feels so unworthy of love. Who feel like they don't deserve love. Who feel like they never can get it because of what they were seeing or what they went through, what they experienced, God, or what their childhood told them, God. I just pray to renew our hearts and renew our minds and you show us that we're worthy of true love, that we're worthy of healthy friendships, that we're worthy to attract good people, God. I just pray that you cover us, Lord, and you release us, Lord, from all the attachments that's demonic, that's satanic, Lord, all the attachments, God, that have no purpose of serving you, God. All the attachments, all the soul ties, God, I just pray we begin to break it. Every soul tie that's connected to us, God, I pray we begin to break it, God, and you release us from those soul ties, Lord. You release us from everyone who have bad memories attached to us everyone who lies on our heart when we go to sleep with the heavy feeling god i pray that you remove them lord and you show us freedom lord within you god and i just say thank you god for your spirit thank you for your grace thank you for your mercy thank you for your love thank you for forgiving us thank you for choosing us god and i just pray that we continuously to walk this process lord and we walk this process with believing that you would continuously to watch over us and keep us safe, God. And I just pray that you just cover us as we sleep. And I cover us as the day go on tomorrow or today. And I say thank you, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I love you guys. And your girl is tired. I'm tired. I gotta get up. I'm off tomorrow. But I gotta get up and um help Lily with her school stuff. But I love you guys. And I really, really do.